Hello and welcome to Coffee is for Closers. As always, I'm your host, Tim Brigham. And today I have a top producer who is record-breaking. He has held multiple titles in Chicago, one of them being the highest rental on Michigan Avenue. With me today is Rafael Murillo. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate uh, you having me on the show. And uh, yeah, excited to be here. Listen, man, I know you pretty well. But uh, for those who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself. Yeah, my name's uh, Rafael uh, Morello. I'm the principal of RM Luxury Group at uh, Compass, specialized in the luxury uh, real estate market and have a very successful track record working with uh, professional athletes. You're actually part of Compass's uh, sports and entertainment division, right? If I remember that. Co co correct. So it's a select group of uh, agents across the uh, the country that they have a track record working with uh with professional athletes and and celebrities, so so it's kind of you know it's it's a it's a way for you know for you to be able to help your clients uh, in different markets and just know that the other agent that you're working with is uh, you know someone that's uh, that's trusted that has a successful uh, career and and knows how to maneuver these yeah. types of transactions, you know, like having a, an NDA. Uh, non-disclosure uh, agreements. So that's like something that I implement in all my transactions with professional athletes. I want to so protect. I, I want to protect their privacy. Yeah. You know, I want to yeah. make sure that when this deal closes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have kids or you know that are like showing up to the house ringing, oh, ringing yeah, their right. doorbell. Right. Um, don't want cranes Chicago business to. <laughs> yeah, right. They, they they love writing stories. I mean, that this is the type of content that they like putting out there but at the end of the day i mean these are they're, they're people yeah you know what i mean and, and and privacy is important to them especially you know being a, a celebrity like individual i mean you want to just kind of come home and and have that peace right you know, so i've got a fiduciary responsibility too so you and i have had conversations about some of the people that you've, you've talked to right because we're mm -hmm. trying to figure out mortgages and these other things but man so like i gotta ask right how was it always like this? How did you get in with athletes and 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 you know entertainment people? I mean, what was the what was the springboard to get you into that? You know, it it was a little bit of uh, so social media, like building up a strong uh, presence on on social media, and just uh, over time, uh, you know, when when I got up to a point in my career where I had you know these luxury listings it kind of just organically happened so you know i remember my first uh first deal with a professional athlete uh which happened to be my record breaking uh lease for thirty thousand dollars per month on uh on michigan Whoa. michigan avenue uh i remember that place it's beautiful you know former new york yankees player yeah um you know didn't speak uh very very good english i'm bilingual in in, in spanish so he ends up uh reaching out to me uh, directly, you know, in, in, in Spanish. And uh, I was able to put my thoughts together and kind of reply back to him in, yeah. in Spanish. And, you know, I set up the appointment uh, with one of his managers. Um, I didn't actually even really get to uh, to meet him. Um, I think I met him for like a split, you know, five five minutes when he actually came to to look at the uh, look at the property. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But the whole time I was kind of just working directly with with his manager. And I was just going above and and beyond to to make this make this deal happen. And at the same time, uh, you know, provide them with with other other options just in case this, you know, this property then then work out. Uh, lucky for me, it, it, it worked out. And from there, it, it, it you know, it was like a little domino effect. You know, next thing you know, this player from the Cubs and this player from the Cubs and, and this player. And then like they all just started wow. contacting me and saying, hey, you worked with with so and so. Can you help me find find a place? And and from there, I kind of noticed like, hey, like I can kind of turn this into like a niche. Right. You know, so then I, I you know, I started the building uh relationships with not 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 necessarily with the players but their go-to person smart you know their financial advisor their their sports agent there's always someone behind the scenes that's uh you know that's kind of maneuvering uh the transaction for for the actual uh for the actual player you know like the last deal um i did i worked with a chicago bulls player and everything was 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 through the mom yeah, you wow. know she she handled she handled everything for for her son. So I'm sure there's just specific language in a way that you know they want to be treated because obviously they've got all these people coming after them all the time. Mm -hmm. You know you've obviously do a really good job with that, and you're obviously trusted in the industry because I know you get referrals from from so many others across the country. You know I I want to want to I want to unpack that just a minute, right? So you you, you basically started with social media, right, and and focused on social media to then build a brand for yourself, mm -hmm. right? And then that springboarded into, you know, people picking that up to then wanting to work with you, right? Um, you know, that's that's remarkable because I think it's a lot of people that they aspire to be, right? They aspire, they don't know how to do it or they're, or they're trying something. Um, what would you have for advice for somebody who's trying to, you know, uh, up their game in social media? You know, you and I are, are big mm -hmm. on, on making sure that, you know, our audience, you know, we stay in front of them and, and let them know that, you know, we really care about them and that we're in the trenches every single day. This isn't part time for us. Mm -hmm. Right. What advice would you have for somebody who? I mean, I, th I think the, the word that you use is, is, is part time is uh, social media is not not part time. It's like a full time uh, gig for for me. You know, I, I have a, a calendar uh, in place on what 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 you know what what i'm gonna post this this week at what time i should i should post it's, it's not a just it's just about posting this you have to be consistent on social media to over time uh grow a following and as well as the algorithm at uh instagram to kind of start start picking it up so i you know i'm very strategic uh when when i post right i'm not gonna post um you know at at midnight or, you know, or just random, random times. Cause Hey, I have some time available right now. Let me, let me get this little post out of the way. So, so when do you post? Like what's your, what's your best for anybody listening? Like when, when should somebody post, you know, and is there, do you post certain cotton in certain times or is it just time frames of where you think it's the most, effective? you know, it's, I, I think it's time frames. Um, and I think you want to follow, you know, work patterns right so you know i like to post if if i'm gonna post in the morning it's you know it's usually uh you know maybe 8 a.m till till 10 a.m you know because okay. people are either commuting to 
to to work or they you know they still kind of have a little bit of of that downtime in the, in the morning they're getting their coffee they're kind of you know getting ready to start start the day mm-hmm. um and then lunch lunchtime hours so maybe like noon till you know one one o'clock and then after work hours from like say 5 p.m till about 7 7 p.m so those are the type of rules that that i try to follow when when i'm posting content but on top of just posting content uh i engage uh with with my with my followers um i engage with other content as as well so i see if you you post yeah and and i see it i'm gonna like and i'm gonna comment i see i see you also too I noticed that you're the most active when it comes to like news channels, when it comes to things that are are relevant, you're not doing it just to do it. Or I see some people, they're just making comments, right? Mm -hmm. Smiley face emoji and things like that. But you're commenting on on social issues. You're commenting on news articles that come out. You're actually providing a real opinion. Um, And I'm noticing that you'll start dialogues with people um, like, uh, Fox News, CNN, uh, mm-hmm. you know, something Chicago, like it, it, y'all see that pretty regularly. I think that's, that's, I don't notice that that for many other people. You know, it's, it's something that I've, uh, that I've started doing uh, simply because I care. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm tired of all the negative uh, media and the way they portray our, our city. I mean, I was born and raised in Chicago. I, I love this city. I've, I've traveled to to other cities and I'm always like, yeah, this this was a really fun trip. Uh, you know, Austin was really cool or New York is awesome, but it's not Chicago. That's right. So this is like my way of like kind of like fighting, fighting back. You know what I mean? It's like me being Batman and like trying to like just like <laughs> take it like easy. Spread the take posi- it, take it know, I'm just trying to be positive out there. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's not true. Like yeah. our city doesn't yeah. suck. It's one of the best cities in the world, you know? Yeah. And this is why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I love that. And and the pride behind Chicago, you know, I'm so sick and tired of of there's all this negativity that people have and opinions they have of Chicago, which no, the social issues and the things that are popping up, those are real. And those do need to be addressed. But that's not Chicago. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. There's there's an issue that we need to deal with. But Chicago to me, from somebody who didn't grow up here, came here, and now is in love with Chicago, it's because of people like you. You know, the the, the people that walk around and, and the entrepreneurs, the people that bust their butt, that, that you can go and make something out of nothing here. That's what Chicago is to me, is that somebody with just a hope and a dream can just go out there and make something of themselves. It's so common that you'll run into people who, are, you know, their family has a business here and then they're they've established, right? They know a neighborhood and they their their family, their you know their their grandfather was in that neighborhood, or they were a firefighter, or a police officer. There's so much pride behind living in Chicago. I don't know that I see that as much in other cities. I didn't grow up that way. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are like, no, I'm from Chicago and they're, they're proud of it. Um, let's take that back. Right. I mean, you grew up in Chicago. How did you get into what led you into the, into, into real estate? How did you get into this business? So, you know, it, it, it happened by, by accident, uh, you know, to be, to be quite honest, you know, for a very long time, I worked in the hospitality uh, industry as a brand ambassador for uh, various, you know, hospitality uh, nightclub groups. Uh, so, you know, that that's kind of where I picked up a lot of my social social media uh, skills. So when I kind of got into real estate, it was, it was a little bit easier for for me to kind of like just yeah. immediately 
start doing the social social media and and somewhat already get how social media works because I was I was running the social media pages for a lot of hospitality groups and you know during the day and at night you know I was working the uh, the nightclubs as a as a VIP VIP host so one which of my a, which is a hustle I mean yeah I mean it's just you're you're grinding every single day right you know and it, it was you know it was one of my really really good uh clients and you know that now is a really really good good friend uh someone that you that you know and that you care about dearly uh you know I'm, I'm having a conversation with uh with tk and you know and i'm sitting there you know where you know where you know it's it's probably like 1 1 a.m in the, in the in the morning just got done taking shots with him and we're just kind of <laughs> kind of chatting or whatever you know and, sounds like tk and yeah exactly if you know tk like he's he's a big big personality and like i'm you know i'm just kind of like sharing my frustration with him I'm like you know something like this is fun and all, but like, there's gotta be more. I was like, there, there's gotta be more. I was like, I can't see myself being 40 and working at a, at a nightclub. Like, it's like, I kind of like hit, hit a wall and I wanted more. And I wasn't necessarily sure what I was looking for, but I knew I wanted just a different, uh, a different career, uh, for myself. So, so TK, like right away is like, Hey, like, I'm a mortgage banker, blah, blah, blah. I own my own mortgage company. You should come work for me. Uh, so-and-so like, you know, good friend of yours, Tony too, he's going to be working for me too. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, let's, let's do this. Why, why, why not? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, why not? You know what I mean? This is, this is my opportunity. You know, let me, let me jump, jump at it. And, and yeah, I mean, I schedule, uh, you know, I follow up with him the, the next day, just make sure, you know, just to make sure it wasn't just like drunk talk. Yeah. Right. You know, and he's like, he's like, yeah, let, let me know when you want to come in. I'll, I'll set up a meeting with uh, with my partner and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. And and yeah, I mean, that's that's how I met you. <laughs> yeah. So anybody watching, full disclosure, Raphael got his first job and I'm, I'm so proud of this story. I would love to hear you tell it because I, I know it, but our audience needs to know, you know, what is it? What is the real Raphael? How, how did you get to where you are? Really? Yeah, I mean, two two thousand twelve. I started my real estate career with the uh, with you as 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 a mortgage uh, as lender. A young buck. As a young uh, buck. I was probably yeah. maybe what mid mid twenties. Yeah. Uh, you know, still working uh, the nightclubs because I still needed you know money to to eat and live. Right. So, uh, it, it, but it, but it was like it was an interesting start because like I remember kind of like my first day and I'm like, all right, well, what do I do? And you guys just kind of throw like a pack of like freaking like leads and it's probably like 300 call them and i'm like call them like all right well, what, what what do i say and you're just like just just listen you know i think the first day you're like just spend 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 a day just listening you know like listen to the the other loan officers uh see how they how they talk to the leads how they you know how they open you know the conversation how they engage the uh the uh the prospect and and whatnot then uh, and yeah i remember you know, just calling like about 300 people. And I remember going to your, to your office and be like, Hey, I called everyone. And you're like, all right, we'll start calling them again. I'm like, like, that doesn't make sense, but like, all right, we go back and start all over and start calling these, these leads again. And I remember I like one of the first few calls, like I get someone on the phone. I'm like, holy shit. I got someone on the phone. And I'm <laughs> right, like right. freaking out. And I'm like talking to, to this person. And, and, uh, she's like, you know, I'm, I'm in an arm and, you know, I'm like, arm, 
and like I put like pause on the phone and I'm like, hey guys, like what, what what's an arm like? And they're like an adjustable rate mortgage. And like, I like sit there clueless, like what the fuck is an adjustable rate mortgage? <laughs> You're welcome to the mortgage business. <laughs> welcome to the mortgage business. You know, your start was um, that, that exercise. That was my start. That was TK start. That's mm -hmm. how, that's how we get in. We, that's how we figured out, you know, and it's a different time now. Yeah, it, was the, it was the old school way. Right. But yeah, you, uh, I'm you actually very grateful to kind of like have yeah. that old school, you know? Yeah. The, the, um, the one thing I knew about you is that you would just pound the phones. Like you would just keep going. I was so proud of you. And I remember one time, uh, Tony, shout out to Tony. Love you, man. But he, you know, he's sitting there and, and, uh, there was a little bit of a struggle at first, which is expected, right? You're investing in these guys and thinking as a leader, you're like, okay, we got to get you to, you know, start converting. And one day I walked by and Tony's sitting there at his desk and he's like, you know, I've called all these leads and I can't, I can't get anybody to say yes. And I said, you've called all these leads. Hold on a second. I grabbed the leads off his desk and I started making phone calls. The second phone call I got, I pulled two deals out of it. And they were the same leads that were sitting in front of it. I was like, you didn't call that lead. And he goes, no, call that lead. like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Cause what's up? And like, it just, you know, it's, it just takes that, that relentless grind to get to where you need to be. What, what happened from there? So why aren't you a mortgage lender these days? Uh, I mean, I, I think you can tell that, that story. I just, uh, I wasn't really good at it. I, I sucked. <laughs> just wasn't. And, you know, all. I think, uh, you know, I think at that time, even though like I wanted like a different career, I wasn't mentally there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I was still partying, still working the nightlife, making really good money in, in, in the in the night in the nightlife. You know what I mean? So uh, so it was kind of hard to fully walk away from from that. You know what I mean? From, you know, making, you know, close to six figures literally partying is what i was doing i was partying and getting getting paid to to party so walking away from that was just kind of hard you know yeah. what i mean cuz with the mortgage business it was 100% um commission um you know i i think maybe the the timing uh was wasn't the best i mean i do recall like being able to like actually like you know get some you know get some people on the phone submitting applications and just because of the kind of like the current market conditions that we were dealing with at that time a lot of these people were under underwater mm -hmm. so then we, you know we go through the entire process appraisal comes short and we're, we're not talking like five ten thousand like appraisals were coming like 50 to 100 it's a different short. time it's a very different time you know and we're, then it was a dead deal meaning yeah. i didn't get i wasn't making any money on that deal yeah. even though i you know i got it from start and almost to the finish line you you, you don't you don't get paid for almost right yep so <laughs> i was i was I, i've said this multiple times and uh, i did ask your permission to say it this way prior to but when i let you go i don't think i've ever i hate firing people i, I hate parting ways it's like the worst and you would think with my personality i'd have no issue with it but i, I do I, I genuinely care about the people that work for me and um I remember sitting in the room and I looked at you and I said, look, you got two options here. You can either go back to your nightlife job and like, I said something kind of douchey. I think I said mm -hmm. like, you know, it's fine. You can go do that. I mean, you can go get bottles for us and whatnot when we come out. Right. And I was trying to, I was trying to ring home with the message mm -hmm. and I was like, or you can learn from this and you can go on and you can take this message, take what's happening right now and you can go do something with it. Those are your two options. Right. Cause I don't know what you want to do, but today we're parting as friends. And you and one other person were in the room and that other person, God bless them, you know, they went on to do something else. You took it and said, you know what? I'm going to use this as motivation, right? And you went on to start breaking records. 
you went on and partnered up with some people that we all respect in the industry and learn, cut your teeth on how to be a badass, not only realtor, but leader, right? Because you now have a team, mm -hmm. right? Talk to me about that. I mean, I think it's all about how you how you take a loss, right? So even though it was like a loss in, in, in my book, um, it was also an opportunity, right? Because I still, I still learned uh, a lot yeah. from being in the mortgage industry. I learned from, from you. I learned from, from TK. I learned, uh, you know, how to act as a professional and what, what that looks like. And obviously what got me fired, you know, was how Less, not to be professional. Yeah. And, you know, so, you, you know, it, 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 it kind of just opened opened my eyes um a bit and it you know it was uh i kind of had to like you know like dive deep and be like i really got to work on myself yeah first before i even you know can step into you know a a, a career so like, yeah. i got to work on myself and, and be like okay uh mentally and 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 realize that like this is life this isn't like yeah freaking you know fun and games like you know like my, my my you know being in the hospitality industry like it was fun right it was mostly fun fun and games but that you know that's that's not the real yeah the real world you know what i mean like if i want to make a change for myself and be a better person and want like the future me to like look back and and, and be proud of like uh of the person that that, that i've become you know you, you gotta you gotta change decisions you gotta yeah. change who, who you are and make better better decisions and and that and that's kind of what I kind of what I did you know I'm, I think I took I took maybe I spent like maybe another one and a half year uh in, in in the hospitality industry and then I started thinking to myself I was like you know something like the mortgage industry wasn't wasn't for me but I was like I I enjoy you know being with people and helping people and just building you know, and maintaining these, these relationships. Yeah. I think I want to sell real estate, you know, and as, as crazy as it, as it sounded at the time, kind of like, all right, well, obviously my mortgage career wasn't very successful. Uh, but, you know, I, I saw something in, in, in real estate, you know, on the sell side where I was like, I think I can make this work. And, you know, I still remember like my, my first two years in, in the business. I was very strategic about where I was going to work. I wasn't chasing the dollar. I wasn't chasing hundred percent commission. I took my time to interview brokerages, hmm. you know, so I sat down with, you know, with, with Sotheby's, Berkshire Hathaway, yeah. um, you know, at properties, Remax. I mean, I was interviewing brokerages and trying to find which one was going to be the right fit for, for me to to learn and, and and grow as as an agent I wasn't necessarily chasing chasing the dollar right because if I was chasing the dollar I would have just joined like a hundred percent commission so my my first two years it was like I put education uh first yeah. so I would show up to the office every day who are you working for when you first joined I uh, I joined the Scaron uh group at at app properties and uh for group yeah for for people that might not know uh phil phil scaron because he's uh he's very low-key but he's he's a monster i mean he's one of the top agents at uh at trump trump tower oh wow uh, so you know i was working for for a hitter right you know a whale um and i'm gonna pause you there for anybody who's struggling 
right? If you're truly struggling, listen to what he's saying is that chasing the dollar isn't going to make you struggle less. It's going to make you struggle more. Agents will come up to me and be like, well, what's your advice? Well, if, if the fundamentals aren't there, if you truly need help figuring out how to establish a foundation, reach out to a hitter, reach out to somebody who runs a team who's willing to pour into you. No, you're not going to make their money. Mm -hmm. They're going to share with you. The, the knowledge that you're going to learn from it is invaluable, right? And and that's that's something that you do for for your team, right? What, what was it like working for Phil? What were you doing for him? You know, I wasn't necessarily doing uh, doing much for 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 Phil uh, in the sense where like I was kind of like a an agent there to to support his his business and like run around and and do showings uh, sure. for him. Every, every I feel like every team has kind of like a different. Uh, just a different way that they're that they're run, right? There's yeah. there's teams out there where, you know, the principal drives all all the business, mm -hmm. and he has so much. He or she has so much business that, that they need help. That they need help, right? They need right. foot soldiers to just be there present for for showings, for for inspections. Uh, Phil's team was very very different in in the sense where uh, you know Paul Paul Blackburn at, at the time was like his his right hand. And and Paul did a, a great job just training me on how to build my my business, right? How to how how, how to look for business or generate business for for myself. Um, you know, I, I think I think they always knew, even when I joined the team, that eventually I was gonna either go and start my own team or just just kind of go and, and run run my own my own show but they were there for a resource but yeah exactly yeah. they were there for a resource like I was I was showing up to the office every day learning how Phil was talking on the phone uh when I did have a, an opportunity I would ask to to tag along like, hey can I come to Trump Tower with you can I come you yeah. know to four four East Elm and I would just pay attention to how he was uh how he was communicating with with his clients right and and, and and that's why I kind of say like the first first two years was really just like me learning the business, right? Working on on on, on the business, whether it was just building up a social media uh, brand that's not going to instantly generate leads, but over time it's just going to organically just start feeding, you know. So let's 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 expand on that, right? I think that's 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 something that we talked about. Uh, part of this was, you know what do you think the biggest mistake like you're obviously a huge social media guy like i am right you 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 focus on branding and making sure that people understand that you're passionate you're professional and you're responsive and they're going to be on top of these things right that's that's the expectation that they receive what um what do you think the biggest mistake that agents make when they're starting to jump into you know well first off it, Let's start here. What made you go after social media? Like what 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 was the first thing that you did that was successful or or, or that made you really focus on social media to get business? Mm -hmm. I was just paying attention to what some top producers were, were doing, not necessarily all, because um, in the very beginning of my career, I, I feel like social media wasn't quite wasn't a there theme yet. yet. Yeah. It was it wasn't there yet. There was maybe like a select a uh, few agents and some that weren't even local. Like I was just paying attention to what other brokers were doing in different different markets in the East Coast and the West Coast and, and seeing how they, 
you know, how they were kind of like, you know, running their social media pages and it kind of clicked to me. I'm like, hey, this is I know this, right? Like this, yeah. this is what I was doing in the hospitality industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was a social media manager for, you know, for hospitality groups. So give us let me let me you know. I was like, how, how, how can I apply this to real estate? Yeah. So I remember I'm like, you know, I was like, I still have my, you know, my my Facebook page for like, you know, for my for my nightlife uh, VIP host business. I went back because I'm like, man, I was like, I have like 5000 followers on there. I'm like, went back on that page and I deleted like everything like I cleaned it up. Even my personal uh, Facebook, I try to clean that up as much as possible because I'm like, you know something? No one's going to take me serious in, in, in this business. You know, if if they go on my on my Facebook and they see all these pictures when we were a kid. Of, yeah. You know, when, when I was younger and I was partying and, you know, doing the whole bottle service service thing, I was like, I don't think anyone's going to take me seriously. And the funny thing is everyone that I knew, like everyone like thinks like, oh, he has like, you know, like he built his his book of business because you know, he, you know, he, he, he comes from, from the nightlife, uh, industry and he was already rubbing elbows with professional athletes or, or whatnot. But the, the thing is that it, it took a couple years from everyone from my past to actually take me seriously. Yeah. And, you know, cause to them, I was still, you know, Ralphie from, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, Rafi, the VIP host. That's a, that's a hard thing to overcome. Yeah. You know, so they, they, they couldn't from, take me seriously. It's like, yeah. I can have fun with you. I can party with you, but I'm not going to trust you with, you know, with a real estate state transaction. So I really had to start from from scratch. Um, but I was very consistent with with with, with the social media early on. Um, I was also very strategic about the marketplace that I, you know, that I wanted to be in and the type of clients that I wanted to attract. So, you know, so early on, I was already kind of just reading up as much as I could on the luxury real estate market, learning every building in, in, in downtown I Chicago, think, think which one has which one has a pool, which one has yeah. a basketball court, um, how many units, um, you know, are, are in the Waldorf or, you know, that, that there's two units on, on each on each mm -hmm. side. Uh, you know, I also think that you're, I think, are you the first one to do lifestyle videos or you're one of the first, you know, you started embracing, you know, doing like lifestyle videos to get them out there to kind of show what Chicago is and mm -hmm. what you're representing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, till, till this day, I would probably say that I'm one or, or, or few that, that, uh, implements like, you know, lifestyle, uh, videography and in, in, in their listing videos. And what I mean by lifestyle is kind of like, you know, lu luxury real estate is, is, is more than just like the house, but it's like the, the lifestyle that, uh, that, that comes with, with, with it's living. Feeling. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I implement like models, cars, boats, you know, I, I try to sell the lifestyle, you know, like I just did a really, really cool video for, uh, for the St. Regis. And I'm like, Hey, like we should do a boat scene. I mean, this is a waterfront property i mean this 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 is kind of like the lifestyle that comes with living living at the saint saint regis is that you know the chicago river and in, in, in lake michigan is it steps from from you know from from the building i mean that's that's the lifestyle let's let's sell on that right let's sell on that dream so does it work i mean when you do these lifestyle videos does it i mean it, your mom think must think you're awesome right <laughs> <laughs> your friends might think you must think you're awesome but like you see some of these people do this does it i mean work? there there there's I, 
there's a lot of I, I still remember like the first lifestyle video like I had a bunch of people like laughing at me like other agents really they were laughing behind behind my back and like I was just overhearing it from like you know from from my friends and in, in the business like also oh, so and so like freaking said this about your video and blah 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 and I'm like all right well whatever man like you know what I mean like just I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do me you do you do you you know what i mean like my way of business might be different from yours doesn't necessarily mean that my way is wrong or that your way is is wrong that's the beauty about this business there's so many different ways to generate business and what works for me might not work work for 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 you but i was paying attention to what the agents were doing in california you know what i mean like heavy hitters out there i was paying attention to what agents were doing in new york yeah and they're all doing lifestyle video no one's doing lifestyle video in chicago i was like after noise, I'm gonna keep doing what, 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 what I think works, or, or where I think marketing, you know, the way that real estate should be should be marketed, and I just kept with it, Did and it, but and so I it, it, and and it started opening doors, man. Really, it started opening doors. Like I still remember, I I, I get a call from Crescent. Uh, actually, no, I, I I get a call from a very successful um, developer um which who, who's now a really good 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 friend good industry friend and he actually has his marketing person call me he's like hey you don't know who who i am you don't know who so-and-so is he wanted me to call you just to, to let you know that like that video was freaking awesome he saw the facebook ad that you were running on that video and he's he, he called everyone into a marketing meeting and he played the video for us and he was like this is what i want this is what i need wow and that was like a huge compliment yeah this guy is like you know like he was you know developing you know luxury condominiums in lincoln park in 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 the west loop i mean he was a big time developer and i'm like wow all right so it's working i don't have a listing yet right i was like i don't have a listing yet but you're getting attention i was like but i'm getting attention right yeah. i was like i'm getting you know negative attention but i'm also getting you know this was like all right here, here, here's the first positive uh, noise that that I made. I'm like, cool, let's let's keep at it. And I end up uh, getting a million dollar uh, listing um, in the South Loop, and I'm like, all right, this is this from from this video. No, 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 just you know, this was just one one of my you know one of my past uh, renter clients that I you know ended up converting into into a buyer, um, and um, and we do a lifestyle video. Oh, okay. Guess who calls? Crescent Heights next door. Oh. I mean, we're, we're talking a nationwide developer. We're not talking like small Chicago developer. Like, you know, like yeah, these big. guys are building skyscrapers all across the country. And they call me and they're like, hey, we saw the video you did next door at, at one museum park. It was great. We want to meet with you. We want to talk to talk to you about, uh, you know, about possibly listing uh, one of one of our penthouses. It's you know we're we're gonna list it for twenty five thousand dollars per month. We also saw that you you uh, you rented a, a penthouse at Six North uh, Michigan for for thirty thousand dollars per month. We want to meet with you. Wow. And I and I go and and end up getting getting that that listing. Um, end up doing a badass badass video. Uh, till this day, that's probably one of my one, one of my favorite uh, videos. I mean, we 
you know, we rented a Ferrari. I mean, we like, we, we, we went all Above out. Above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was a great video and it was really, really fun. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, from, from there, it was like the rest was kind of history. Like that, that right there was just like, yeah, this, this is going somewhere and I'm, I'm going to just keep, keep at it. Now it's part of like my listing, listing presentation. Now I'm going in there like, yeah, but let me see their video. Anyone can shoot a video, but like, look at my video. Like, my love, my stuff I, is top notch. It's cinematic. Like, yeah. we're we're spending like the full day of shooting. This isn't like a guy just showing up with with a camera and like, you know, like five ten minutes and boom, he's he's out. Like, no, yeah. like we're we're sitting down. You know, before we even like schedule the video, what what's what's the story that we're trying to tell? What's who? Who do you think is the client for 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 this property, and how can we attract that that right. client through? you know, through video. Yeah. You know, and it, like it's, 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 you know, it, it takes weeks to kind of just get, get everything in, in place before we even shoot, yeah. shoot the video. And then af after you shoot the video, it's all the stuff that we, that I'm doing behind the scenes. It's not necessarily like, all right, I got a video. I'm going to post it. Post it one time and hope it, it and that's a seller. It, right? it, exactly. A yeah. I'm running YouTube ads. I'm, I'm running ads on, on Facebook, Instagram, I'm I'm driving, you know, clicks and views to to the video because, you know, video very similar to like, you know, S SEO search engine optimization for like websites. Just because you have a website doesn't mean it's going to generate leads. Right. Right. You got to do PPC. You got to do S SEO. Uh, you you got to work on, on the website. Yeah. You got to write yeah. blogs. Uh, so eventually your website starts ranking on the first page of uh, of Google. Yeah. So this is the same concept with uh, with with video. There, there's still you know marketing behind the scenes that's being done to promote uh, the the video. So, yeah, I mean, I love what you just said because if you really unpack all of it, right? You shot a video just because you just thought it was a good idea. You were watching other things and you believed in it, and you had haters instantly. People were making fun of you. Most people would have quit. Most people have been like, that was stupid. What a waste of money. I shouldn't have done that. You know, um, and you said, all right, well, that, that's whatever. That, that's that's you... the number one problem with our industry, Tim, is like everyone wants instant gratification for, for what they do. And that's why like everyone gets into real estate thinking like it's easy. I'm going to go and sell, you know, $3 million dollar homes like, you know, a month after I just got got licensed. No one wants to put in the work, man. Yeah. You know, I spent two years doing rentals and taking all the rental listings at my office that no one wanted to take or or, you know, just because they were just top producers and they just didn't want to deal deal with rentals. I was like, hey, man, yeah. raising my hand at the office. I'll, I'll take it. I'll do it. You don't want that listing. I'll, I'll take it. And guess what? A lot of those rental clients turn into into buyers and and and, and sellers. And like in, in some ways, I, I built my book of business in the very beginning, working, working these renters, taking the leads that no one wanted to, wanted to take, but I treated, you know, I treated every lead, um, with, with respect and, and value each and one of those, those clients to me, there are opportunities. All right. Maybe the, the, the commission wasn't like, you know, anything like, you know, to smile about, but, the experience but to me, it was, invaluable. to me, it was the experience. Yeah. I was, I was, I was learning everything that I could about downtown Chicago by, 
by doing all these all these showings, I was learning about the different buildings. I was uh, learning about the amenities that that they offer. Yeah. And as soon as that Cut deal closed, as soon as that deal closed, I was thinking about next year. Yeah. Right. I was like, this is an opportunity for me. Yeah. Right? This is an opportunity for me to either have repeat uh, business with, with, with this client. Either they're going to rent from me again or they're going to buy from me next year. So, you know, I, I was building building that relationship uh, along the way. Um, you know, I always add all my clients on, on, on social media yeah. and I, you know, I try to do my best to, to engage with, with, with their content and, and try to keep up with, with, with them. You know what I mean? It's, Digital there's some corner. clients, there's yeah. some clients that you just naturally, you know, built a really good relationship that, that you still, you know, just keep in touch right after the, after the deal. Uh, you know, after so many transactions though, it's, it, it's, it's hard to keep up sometimes. So social media for me has been a way you know, to, to keep up, you know, so Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, real estate is, is, is my life. Right. So yeah. I was like, why keep my, my personal separate from, from my business? If, if my business really truly is, is kind of what, what, what I live for and, and, and I love it. It doesn't feel like work, work to me. I, I love it. You, 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 you've said multiple times, you love this, you're having fun. You know, this is your lifestyle. I don't think everyone fully grasps that is that you, it changes you, it changes you as a person, you know, um, how does your family think of your career? I mean, you, you, you didn't grow up in a real estate family, right? No, I mean, no. I mean, first, first generation, uh, immigrant, uh, family. I mean, my dad worked two, two jobs at, at one point because he didn't want my, my mom to work. He was a little old school, right? And in, in, yeah. in, in that way, he's like, you know, he's like, no, I want, I want, I want mom to kind of stay home with, with the kids, make sure that, you know, we're, you know, we're well taken care of and just, you know, keep, keep us on check. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. They've got to be super proud of you, man. I know I am. Right. I mean, it's to watch you start in your career and to see where you are now. That's, that's incredible, man. And uh, you earned it. You, yeah. You I mean, earned I, it. You take I, all credit for that. It's great. You know, say, just, just stay humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's kind of been been my thing, right? It's just stay humble, be good to people. And, you know, by being good to people and being nice, it just you just naturally just attract positive uh, energy to yourself. You know, like there's days where we're like, I'm having a bad day. And then the minute that I'm just like, all right, you know, something like that's that's one deal, right? Like, let's sh shake it off. That's yep. And time to go. Let's smile and, and and let's go. And a couple days later, next thing you know, you get a freaking call and you're like, oh my god, you know, it's here, like here's a, a win. Here's like a win. You, you know like what I mean? You, that's why we started you on a stack of leads because it's like, okay, <laughs> that wasn't a good one. Now I'm on to the next one. Man, I'm I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for coming in here, Raphael. We really appreciate you. And uh, you know, keep fighting the good fight. Good hanging out with you today. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Thank you. Join us.